0: Hi and welcome to Create English on Rivulet Radio. My name is Gábor. I'm the host of this program, where I teach students, listeners, English, and things about the English language that may be useful for you to improve your English from home or wherever you are learning English. Now, today we're going to do the following things. We're going to open with a usual one-minute question. Then we're going to look at some professions and we're going to sort them into two categories according to the indefinite article a uh, or an that they are used with. Then there will be a chant a similar the same chant actually that we did last time but in a different way this time shorter and with the, starting with a question and some comments then we're going to look at a small talk example. And that's the plan for today's program. Just remember, anytime you want to check the notes to this program, you can go to my website. And I will be giving the links later on in the program where you can find them. So, okay, so let's begin with the one minute question. And it is the following. One of my students asked me, he said, uh, What's the difference between are left and have left? And it was it was something in the lesson that we had, you know, uh, talked about. And then and then he asked me, like, you know, can you clarify that? So let's do let's talk about that now. Um, Are left and have left. Let me give you an example. And let's see if that illustrates the difference. So imagine there's a meeting, uh, it can be a business meeting or whatever. And, um, there are 10 people in this meeting and let's say three people leave. How many people are left in the meeting? Seven. So are left means stay. Okay. So stay, the people who stay, the people who didn't go away are the people who are left. In other words, they stayed. So, out of 10 people, 3 leave. How many are left? 7 are left. Now, let's look at it from the other side. If you say, 3 people go away, you can say, 3 people have left. Like, you know, someone asks you, okay, so how many people... Are there in the meeting now? And you say, well, let me just check. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. So there were 10. Three people have left, which means three people went away. They went home, or at least they went somewhere. Okay. They left the meeting. They have left. How many people are left? Seven are left because three have left out of ten people, a group of ten people. Okay, so much about the question, the one-minute question. I hope this was clear. I will actually publish this on my blog. Um, If you go to createenglish.com, you will find it there. I'll just put up a little um, written explanation of the same thing maybe with another couple of examples, so you can see some other uses of the same two expressions. Let's move on to the next point. We're going to look at some professions and we're going to sort them into two categories according to whether we say them with a or an. So this is about the uh, indefinite article a. This is for lower levels, maybe lower-intermediate or pre-intermediate. You know, some students may still find it confusing or not clear. So let's just do some practice. You will hear the name of the profession. And I'll give you a little time to think if it sounds better with a or an. Let's begin. Here's the first one. Pilot, a pilot, yes, it's a pilot not an pilot, okay, a pilot, right, actor, an actor, okay, sounds better and easier to say an actor than a actor, great, engineer, an engineer, right, not a engineer, an engineer there you go director a director right not an director a director carpenter a carpenter correct not an carpenter why why would you say that a carpenter much easier Here's the next one, editor, an editor, right, not a editor, an editor. Now when I ask my students like, when do you use a, when do you use an, they would say, you know, the textbook answer, like, yeah, you use a before a consonant, and you use an before a vowel. Great, that's a good answer. But why? I mean, why do you do that? And the reason is very simple, because it's easier to say. Pronunciation. That's the key. Yeah, so pay attention to what you see, yes. But also to what you hear. Okay, and um, let's see a few more now. Um, Okay, like uh, administrator. Okay, it's a administrator or a an administrator of course it's an administrator an administrator right artist is it a artist or an artist it's an artist, yes connected an artist an artist an editor an editor an engineer an engineer Right? So you always connect it, they go together. And the same with a which is easier, maybe, I don't know, but it's a carpenter, a nurse, a cook, a dentist, a fireman, a scientist. It's always like a little a sound before it. When you write it down it's a, yes, an a, letter a. And with the an, it's simply an an, when you pronounce it. An architect, an administrator, an editor, and we could go on with the list. But I guess with this you get the point, so let's just move on. If you go to my website at createenglish.com, you will find a written version of this exercise about the indefinite and definite article a uh, and un uh, with the professions with the rest of the um, details of this program here today. English. You're listening to Create English on Rivoyat Radio with Gabor Legradi. We're going to get back to the um, chant we did last time about the present perfect tense and there were some new additions to it. So let's continue with that. Last time we heard um, like a list of things about no experience related to certain things such as eating, food, traveling, etc. So if I haven't been to a place, I don't have experience about that place. I don't know what it's like. I don't know what the cool places are, you know, in that city to visit. So I can't give any advice related to that. Or if I haven't eaten a certain kind of food, then I just don't know what it tastes like. So I cannot, you know, recommend it or not recommend it, etc. So now what we're going to do is we're going to listen to the same chant. But now with the questions, there will be fewer things on the list. There There will be a question always. And there will be some answer plus an explanation, you know. And um, this time is basically for practicing the short answers, like yes I have, no I haven't. Actually this time it's all no I haven't. And then some, you know, some comment added to it. So uh, remember in English, you know, when you get a question, do you like this? Then the answer is usually yes I do or no I don't. If you just say yes or no, it's kind of short. So um, it's okay, but, um, but many times it's just, it sounds better if you just give a longer answer, which is still a short answer. It's considered the short, you know, responses. Um, yes, I do. No, I don't. Or if you get the question like, have you ever been to Paris, for example? And if you have, you would say, yes, I have. But if you haven't been to Paris yet, you would say, no, I haven't. And it's a short answer. So, let's just practice that, plus, well, let's just listen to whatever extra comment there is after the answer. Okay, so here comes the chant. Have you ever been to Pluto? No, never. I've never been to Pluto. I mean, who has been to Pluto? Have you ever heard a fish song? No, never. I've never heard a fish song, but I've heard some beautiful bird songs. Have you ever bought a grape? One grape? No, I haven't. I have bought grapes, but I've never bought one grape only. Have you ever climbed a molehill? No, never. I've never ever climbed a molehill. They're just too tiny to climb. Have you ever trained a flea? Train a flea? For what? Flea Olympics? I've never trained a flea, but I have trained a dog. Have you ever missed a spaceship? No, I haven't. I have missed buses and trains, but wait a second. Can you miss a spaceship? Have you ever caught a cloud? No, never. I have walked in a cloud in the mountains, but I've never caught one. Okay, so what answers did I give to each of these absurd questions? Let's just take a look at them. So the first one was, have you ever been to Pluto? And the answer was no, never. I've never been to Pluto, which is the same thing that we looked at last time. So I've never been to Pluto. And I said, I mean, who has been to Pluto? Okay, so with, uh, I mean, who has been to Pluto? What a question, you know. Okay, but um, yeah, but in the third person, it would be who has been to, and the first person, I've never been. And if you want to ask, the second person is have you ever been to Pluto in this case or to Paris or to Budapest or whatever place you like? Okay, second one. Have you ever heard a fish song? No, never. I've never heard a fish song. But I've heard some beautiful bird songs. So no further explanation why I haven't heard a fish song. But... Uh, You know, just giving some example of what I have heard, and that is beautiful bird songs. Next one. Have you ever bought a grape? One grape? No, I haven't. I have bought grapes, but I've never bought one grape only. Yes, because, I mean, one grape is just a piece of grape. While the bunch is the whole thing that you call grapes. You usually buy grapes, and not just one grape. Okay, the next one is, have you ever climbed a molehill? No, never, I've never ever climbed a molehill. They're just too tiny to climb, yeah, you know what a molehill is? You know, this little lump of earth that a mole just makes when when they come up uh, from underground, you know? They poke their heads out and, you know, uh, you can find them in gardens or just in the fields. And no, you can't climb, (laughs) you know, a molehill, they're just too tiny to climb. So that's it. Yeah. Have you ever trained a flea? Train a flea for what? Flea Olympics. I've never trained a flea, but I have trained a dog. So the answer I'm giving here is um, kind of like surprise, like train a flea. What what do you mean? You know, a flea, like this small insect that um, that uh, lives in dogs, you know, and other, you know, domestic animals. So, uh, and maybe not just domestic animals, I have no idea, but anyway, um, the answer is I've, I've never trained a flea, but I have trained a dog, so the affirmative answer is I have trained a dog, but not a flea. Right, have you ever missed a spaceship? No, I haven't. I have missed buses and trains, but uh, wait a second, can you miss a spaceship? Right, so, you know, can you miss a spaceship? No. You know, the astronaut arrives late, I mean, can you imagine that? Like, hey, buddy, the spaceship has left, you're late, you missed it. No, come on, it doesn't happen. So, you can miss a bus, Yeah, you can miss a train, but not... Uh, spaceship and so the answer is the same like the short answer is no I haven't okay because the question is have you ever missed the spaceship no I haven't make sure the t sounds at the end haven't right and the affirmative part of it is I have missed buses and trains put a little more emphasis on have because you're contrasting it with the previous answer haven't so I have missed trains or buses and trains and the last one was Have you ever caught a cloud? And the answer is No, never I have walked in a cloud in the mountains But I've never caught one Again uh, In the answer An affirmative have Like I have walked in a cloud If you ever been to a mountain High mountain and It was misty uh, And sometimes the clouds just You know, just descend um, Into the valley um, Or sometimes, you know at the top of the mountain, so you can walk in a cloud, but catch a cloud, you know, so I've never caught one, is the answer here. You're listening to Create English on Ripollet Radio with Gabor Legradi. You can find the program details at createenglish.com slash podcast and you will find, uh, you know, uh, links to the things that I've talked about today and I'm going to talk about today. And for each program, you will find the description and the links to the chants or to, um, to the articles where I explain in further detail what I talk about in the program. And if you're listening to the program, on the radio's website, then you can find the uh, details in the description of the program. Okay, so last time I said uh, we would look at some some example, some sample small talk dialogue. If you remember, uh, two programs ago we talked about the kind of the introduction to what small talk was. Last time we talked about why it's important, even in business to be able to manage small talk situations and today we're going to look at you know a concrete example just to see how it works in one given situation so we said not any topic is good but there are a lot of topics that are good for small talk and sport is one of them so um, how about this conversation here there are two people a and b okay so listen to it and then we're gonna just talk about it a little bit and look at some some things that are important to to know about small talk. So here it goes. Did you see the match last night? No, actually I didn't. Did you? Yeah, I did. It was a great match. We won. Are you into watching sports? Well, not so much now, but I quite liked football when I was younger. I don't watch much of it today. I guess you like sports, don't you? Yeah, I do. I actually used to be a basketball coach. A basketball coach? Yeah. Ah, uh, and where did you play or train? Well, I started here in a small Barcelona team and then coached a couple of other teams too. Nice. I don't know much about basketball. Are there good teams here? Right, so as you can see in this conversation, there are two people talking about sport. It's a light conversation. There's nothing, you know, uh, deep or serious. It's just mentioning a match that a team played the day before and then that's where the conversation starts it actually opens with a question alright so um, it's a pretty standard way to start a conversation to ask a question about something relevant about something that you suppose that the other person can also talk about obviously so that's what happens here now let's listen to this same conversation in a slightly different way and, and let's just see if you can spot the difference and then we're gonna keep on you know looking at the details so here's the same conversation in a little different way listen did you see the match last night no I didn't it was a great match we won are you into watching sports no but I liked football when I was younger I don't watch much of it today I guess you like sports yes I do I used to be a basketball coach. And where did you play or train? I started here in a small Barcelona team and then coached a couple of other teams too. I don't know much about basketball. Are there good teams here? Now the first difference you may have uh, noticed, and you have probably noticed, is that the tone is slightly different. It sounds a little bit, you know, duller like less bright, less lively, a little bit more monotonous, so that is partly because I changed some things, not just the intonation and the tone, but it it certainly sounds like the participants are less interested in this conversation than in the first version. Um, And that's because there are some elements missing. Now since this is a podcast, you cannot see what I'm writing here, what the text in front of me. But I will just um, I will share this also on my website. So just go to createenglish.com slash podcast and look for today's episode and you will find the link to the text where you will see the you know both conversations and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. But anyway, um, what you have noticed probably is the difference in the tone and also the second conversation is somewhat shorter now why is it shorter it is shorter because I left out some some words basically some words and expressions that may be short and may seem like not important but they are important they do have an important function in small talk conversations in casual everyday conversations as well uh, so let's just go through the, the, the conversation again. And there are two participants, A and B, and let's look at these uh, small elements that make the conversation sound friendlier. Okay, so here's, here it goes. Um, Did you see the match last night? So this is a question. We open with a question. It's one of the typical ways of starting a conversation. So, A says, did you see the match last night? And B says, no, actually I didn't. Did you? So, in the first version, the answer is no, actually I didn't. Did you? Versus the second version, where the answer is simply, no, I didn't. Now, if you answer, no, I didn't, that's okay. You're giving the information that you're giving an answer, right? But it certainly doesn't sound as friendly as saying, no, actually, I didn't. Did you? So in the first version, you are doing actually two things. You are using the word actually, which is very often used in conversational styles. And it doesn't really have a meaning always, like a concrete meaning. It just makes the conversation friendlier, sound friendlier. So, no, actually, I didn't. Did you? There's like a question at the end, like returning the same question to the person who asked the original question. And it's a nice way of saying, hey, I'm interested in what you're saying, even though I myself didn't see the match, but that's okay, tell me about it. So instead of just saying, no, I didn't, which sounds like, you know, I mean, you don't know if the person is interested in talking about the match or not. If you just say no, I didn't, the you know, the, the other speaker might just say, "Hmm, okay. Well, maybe this is not such a good question or maybe my question is not such a good um, topic. It's not about a topic that the other person is interested in. But if you say, "No, actually, I didn't. Did you?" then you're you're keeping the conversation open to more talk about this topic and so this was a and b now a says yeah i did it was a great match we won are you into watching sport so what do we see here again um there's an answer saying yeah i did it was a great match you could just say it was a great match we won which would be like you know just saying what happened without much of an interest, or showing interest, rather, in your answer. But if you say, yeah, I did, it was a great match. With this little detail, I did, which is like a tag answer. Uh, You know, you're just answering with with the auxiliary verb to the question, did you? Yes, I did. It just makes it more conversational than just just saying it was a great match. Now, and here we're not just giving an answer, we're also asking another question at the end. Are you into watching sport? Now this is a question like, you know, just, just trying to find out if the other person is interested in sports or not. And if the other person is interested in sport, the conversation can go on, you know, in this direction. If the other person is not interested, then probably soon, you know, there will be a change of topic and that's okay. That's what happens in conversations. But this is like a way to just to find out, you know, which way to go. So are you watching, are you into watching sport? Is the question. And let's see what speaker B says. And speaker B answers, well, not so much now. But I quite liked football when I was younger. I don't watch much of it today. I guess you like sports, don't you? You see, B is not really into, into watching sport now, but, uh, but in the past, yes. So, even though B says, I'm not interested in sport right now or watching sport, but at the same time, B mentions, you know, liking football in the past. So, you know, it just supports the conversation. Just uh, quoting something from the past, like, but I quite liked football when I was younger. You see, mm, we're talking about sport, And so I, as a speaker, I think of things that I can bring into the conversation, which are elements that support the conversation. So even if I am not interested in watching sport today, I can say something, something positive about the the question or related to the topic, which just, um, you know, makes the listener or the other speaker understand that I am interested in talking about it, even if I do not watch sports today. I see we're running out of time, so we won't be able to cover the whole conversation today, but don't worry, we'll do the second part next time. So let's stop here and we'll We'll start with this one in the next program, next episode. Anyway, I'll just post the links to what I have here, okay, and the description of the program at my website, createenglish.com slash podcast. Look for today's episode for the details, and they will be also in the description under the program here. And before we finish, let's just look back what we did today. We started with the one minute question about are left and have left. It was a student's question. Then we looked at some professions and we sorted them into two categories according to the indefinite article, a or an. Then we checked a chant, the second part of a chant that we did last time. This time it was with the starting with a question and adding some comments it was about the present perfect uh, tense and then um, we looked we started to look at the uh, sample conversation comparing two versions of the same sample conversation for small talk and we'll continue with this next time so that's what we had time for today let's continue next time thanks for listening and bye now